If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff, the mini Sunday edition episode. Um, I'm actually in Boston right now, I'm at my parents' apartment, Um, so I'm recording this on this tiny little microphone that's attached to my phone, so it's a little different than my usual setup, so I hope it sounds okay, Um, but it probably does because I've been having some tech troubles with my other episodes because I am still learning. Um, And, you know, that's okay. You can always just uh, put things out there and hope for the best. So don't let that stop you. Uh, That's my motivational little speech for today. So this is week two of The Artist's Way. This one is called Recovering a Sense of Self. And so the you know, first page of the chapter says, this week we will work on drawing new boundaries and stalking out new territories, moving into your personal identity, a self-defined you, Um, which that sounds pretty great. Uh, Boundaries is something that I've been working on in my personal life as well, especially over this quarantine. Um, So the first kind of chunk of the chapter, they talked about going sane, So she says, you know, trusting our creativity is new and hard. Um, And so it's really common to have some like self-doubt attacks as we're like getting strength in, you know, recovering our creative selves. So one of those kind of attacks could be like doing something and then thinking to yourself, well, I probably did it wrong this time or I probably won't be able to keep it up or who am I kidding to do that? And I personally experienced that literally with this podcast because I, you know, didn't put up the episode last week on time because I had tech issues. And then this week I had more tech issues and I started thinking to myself like, oh my goodness, who are you to do this? You don't know what you're doing. You aren't going to be able to keep this up. What's going on? Um, So I had to kind of control that thought and realize that, you know what? No, I'm still doing it. And it's okay if I get up the episode a day late. Uh, No one out there is going to be upset with me. And this is my creative expression, so it's okay. Um, Yes, thank you for my own therapy session with myself just then. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so another thing she said was, we have been gifted with creativity and it's our job to use that gift to give back to the world, which I thought was really beautiful. Um, and they also was, they were, she, she was very adamant 
about not showing your morning pages to anyone, doing your artist date alone, making sure that that is a process for yourself. I don't know, maybe that's something that people start to share. I definitely wouldn't be sharing my morning pages. I don't even know if I can read them now. They're so messy and I use a lot of like colorful gel pens just because I love gel pens. Basically going sane is kind of trusting that you're on the right path and trying to learn to enjoy the process and practice of being a creative channel um, and you know just enjoying discovering your creativity so it's like once again process not product and your own healing is the greatest message of hope for others I thought that was a really nice quote the next section was about crazy makers so these are kind of people who come into your life they're energy vampires they just suck the life out of you Um, she says they're often charismatic frequently charming highly inventive powerfully persuasive people Um, so they kind of take over your whole life they might break deals or not respect your time and you know kind of discount your reality and violate your needs so they might be a they might say that they're aware of your boundaries but then their actions show that they don't actually respect your boundaries okay so why do we get involved with these people i'm sure everyone listening can think of at least one person who just completely like tornadoes their world um, when they're around them so it's basically um what she says is plot twists like we're also uh, a little crazy and self-destructive um as blocked creatives we're willing to go to almost any length to remain blocked so she says often we fear that if we let ourselves be creative we will become crazy makers and abuse those around us using fear as our excuse we continue to allow others to abuse us so it's kind of like we let crazy makers take over our lives because we don't want to become them so if we stay blocked we won't you know become crazy makers in the world so a little bit about this kind of made me think about codependency if you've done any reading about that i really recommend that um that's something that i've been doing a lot of reading about lately um and so as much as you're being exploited by your crazy maker you are also using that person to block your creative flow but yeah so i think that definitely check out some information about codependency if this is something that's like really resonating with you and yeah i'd love to hear your thoughts about the crazy maker uh, concept and if you guys have any crazy makers in your life how you deal with it because i think that that would be really interesting to hear from other people the next section was about skepticism and kind of the inner enemy that we harbor ourselves that kind of secret self-doubt um one of the quotes that i wrote down was One of the things most worth noting in a creative recovery is our reluctance to take seriously the possibility that the universe just might be cooperating with our new and expanded plans. Um, And she also talked about this kind of golden door metaphor where, you know, we, we might see this golden door opening with like this golden light and you're skeptic is the one that closes the door really fast you can't even go towards that golden mystery light um 
but that's where your creativity is. And so we have to kind of allow ourselves, you know, the skeptic is trying to keep you safe from the unknown. Um, but that way, if you go towards that golden door light, um, you can start to explore your creativity. So it's kind of finding that balance, I think, is what I took from it. And also just like thinking that things are a coincidence when things that you want to happen start happening. Um, you know, when you start putting your mind to it and kind of, I guess that goes into like manifesting. I've definitely had situations with myself and my, my roommate, um, Natalie, who's living with me. We've both been going through the artist's way. And I feel like ever since we started and we started doing our morning pages, we've said to each other, like, is this magic? Like things that I'm writing down that I want to happen are starting to happen. Like, this is so cool. So I think part of the skeptic is like thinking, well, it's just a coincidence, but, um, you know, trying to just think like, Hey, you know, maybe I'm opening myself up to something and someone, something, the universe is listening and, you know, trying to help me out a little bit, which is kind of woo woo for me, I guess. It's kind of hard to accept, but that's something that I'm working on. So I don't know if, if that's happening to you guys, if you guys are having any, um, doors open up or any things that are going well for you that you've dreamed about, definitely let me know. I'd love to hear like if that's starting to happen for you guys going through this book. Um, yeah. And then like the last little section, um, was about attention. So creative blocks can be an addiction to fantasy. Um, so I, I took that as kind of, um, you know, dreaming about the things that you want to do instead of actually doing them. Um, and then also making sure that you're just paying attention to what's around you. Um, she says attention is vital to a creative life and also that survival lies in sanity. Sanity lies in paying attention. Um, the other day I was walking, I was having a FaceTime call with four of my friends from uh, preschool, actually, one of them just had a baby. So it was really exciting. I got to meet her uh, virtually. Um, and we were walking, well, I was walking, they were all sitting at home, like smart people and not walking in the rain on, on FaceTime. But um, my phone died. And I was like 40 minutes away from home on the train. So I had to I didn't have a book with me either, which usually I have a book in my backpack. So um, I had to sit on the train and just observe and pay attention to the world and it wasn't planned because I never sit on the train without a podcast or listening to music or you know reading a book so it was kind of an odd coincidence maybe it was a sign that I need to do that more and just really pay attention to my surroundings um, because yeah I, I definitely think that especially in these times we are like so connected to our phones and everything so it's really easy to just get sucked into your own world um so it was a nice reminder that I can you know I can sit on the train for 40 minutes and not be like consuming content the whole time um but yeah so those were kind of the main topics let me see if there's like anything else I wrote down in my notebook yeah there's you know there's the morning pages there are the different tasks this week um one of the the homeworks that I really liked was you have to list 20 things that you really enjoy doing. And then after that, you write next to it the date of the last time that you did one of those things. So I have things like 
reading and sending letters to my friends at, you know, playing my ukulele. What other things do I have? Oh, I put playing ukulele twice. That must be a sign. Um, but yeah, I have a bunch of things on my list. And so then I wrote the dates after it. And then after you write the dates, you have to pick a few of those things um, that maybe you've been avoiding and then make it a goal for the week. So I am going to actually play some piano tomorrow because I'm at my parents' house um, and I'm going to write some letters to my friends and mail them out. Um, maybe I might wait a little bit just because I don't want to mess up the post office at all. Um, and on that note, also make sure that you guys are registered. Well, unfortunately, it's probably too late to register to vote by the time this goes out, at least in New York, I think. But make sure that you are voting and you have a plan for voting. This is so, so important. I'm not going to even pretend to act like I'm like not, uh, not, I, I don't like Trump. So if I'm sorry, if you listen to this podcast, like this isn't for you. Um, yeah, so this is like so important for so many people's rights, myself included, and so many people I know. Um, yeah, I won't go into a whole big thing, but I'm early in this podcast and I'm not going to try and pretend that I am, um, you know, not political because I think there's no time for that anymore. So yeah, I don't mean to, to end this on a kind of intense note, but definitely please make a plan for voting. It is so vital. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think even if you're not doing the artist's way, it might be fun to list out just 20 things that you enjoy doing, checking out the dates that, you know, the last time you did it. And then for this coming week, pick two or three to check off your list and just add to your schedule. Um, but yeah, I think that is it. I'm excited for week three. Um, I still have a few homework assignments to do for week two, um, but I'm going to get to those now before this episode goes live tomorrow morning. But, um, I think with that, with everything, that is it. So I will talk to you guys if you are watching live on Wednesday. And if not, uh, my next episode comes out on Friday with my friend Maya. It's definitely a great episode, so don't miss it. All right, guys, have a great week. Bye.